Welcome everyone to the Avengers Podcast, where we talk Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and more. I'm your host, Torn, and with these my co-hosts, Peyton and Will. How's it going? Aloha. Hey. How's the hell? <laughs> How is everyone? I hate you all. What? Oh my god. Huh? You're so aggressive. Sorry. Just let the let the bit of let the little bit of a demon out right there. How's everyone? Torn, you're sick. Yeah, I had allergies like on like on Tuesday, and then like I just got like worse and worse. I've been like coughing up blood and stuff. What? You thought? You, yeah, I was coughing up like blood and like spitting out blood and stuff, and like I had like a bunch of like nasty gunk and stuff. Yeah, Payne thought it's I not was a big dead. Game, so I didn't think you were dead. You just <laughs> you thought I was dead. I just went to sleep. I was just taking a nap. You randomly texted us, I love y'all, and then you just ghosted us for like three you hours. Know, I, I can't say I love y'all. Like, not, and then, not, and then ghost us. It's, I ghost it's concerning. Three hours? What the fuck? It's it wasn't three even three hours. It wasn't, it wasn't three hours. It was it's three hours. Even, okay, like, it was like five, to be honest. You, okay, you, you have never, not once, just been like, I love you guys. Like, just like that's not, you, you've never done that. It was just out of the blue. And you ghost us. I was, I was, I was tired, dude. I was sleepy. I was sleepy. But yeah, that's, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm getting better now. Um, I'm chilling. Oh my God. It's very concerned. We got a great show for everyone this week. We're going to be talking about Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania because we skipped it last week. Um, <laughs> but, uh, we also got the news of the week. We got, you know, some Marvel news, you know, Kevin Feige did some interviews. Uh, we got some delays, some Thunderbolts casting, uh, Suicide Squad got some new gameplay. So, uh, we can go ahead and jump right into that, but you know, there's going to be time codes and, uh, in the description of the show notes. So if you want to jump straight to the review, you can do that. Uh, and like how we usually do our reviews, uh, it's going to be non-spoilers than spoilers. So, you know, if you, if you want to avoid spoilers, you can go and check the time code in the description. So, uh, but before that, has anyone watched anything this week? Cause I haven't seen anything. I'm, I slacked through the last couple of weeks. Let's see. Well, past like a couple of days i've been watching um this show called a uh, warrior that's a it was made in 2019 and it's pretty much like a historical fiction um crime drama with like martial arts and it features on um, andrew koji who, who um if you don't know who andrew koji is he was um in snake eyes Ugh as storm shadow and he was also in bullet train i forgot the character's name he was but he was like the son of like the the grandpa pretty much and the show is actually really good because like um it's also like i'm a big like history person because that's also like my my shtick and martial arts as well and what made what was also makes the show a bit more interesting is that it um it's based on the writings of Bruce Lee and you know of course like his daughter Shannon Lee is like the executive uh pr- producer of the show so it's a really it's really good and it has yeah. seasons on HBO Max and they recently just wrapped the third one the third season back in like um November 2022 or October and the third season is coming out this year, so I'm excited for that. 
That's awesome. I watched um, Family Guy, actually, yeah. I've been watching Family Guy. I was telling Peyton and Torin, like, I don't know. I, I never, I'd never really given it a shot because, like, except for, like, clips when I was in fourth grade. Like, I watched it on YouTube because my parents said that I couldn't, and I was just curious. Um, and then, like, hate watching, like, later seasons with my friends uh, in, like, senior year of, like, high school. Um, but now I'm like, I don't know. I just wanted to see if it was any funny or any good or whatever. And the first uh, couple seasons are actually pretty okay. Um, they're just like really racist and, um, <laughs> like really like, honestly, like some of it is like genuinely like laugh out loud funny. And it usually comes from like the slapstick. I think that it's funny whenever, like Peter falls over like really fast and stuff like that. Like that stuff is so funny, but um, a lot of the Stewie stuff is not funny at all. And there's just a lot of like statutory jokes and racist jokes. <clears throat> so yeah, that's it really. Those are Torrance favorite jokes. Yeah. Especially the statutory ones. Yeah. What the fuck? What? Don't pin this on me. What the fuck? <laughs> You were the one who you literally wrote the episodes, dude. dude Be proud of yourself. Not. You started a revolution. Yeah. Oh, God. I <laughs> fucking hate this show. I hate my life. I hate being here. Oh. I'm fair just enough. kidding. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. No, 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 no the show dude, sucks. Peyton. No, You're right. Peyton. No, we got a great show for everyone. No, we don't. It's bad. This is gonna Peyton. be a, this is gonna be a bad show. Everyone's Sweetie. gonna be divided. It's gonna Sweetie. it's gonna be painful. No. Hey, shh, get up off the floor. Okay? Okay, I see you got out of your chair. You need to get up off the floor, get in your seat. Scoot in a little bit, okay? It's going to be okay. Okay. Okay? So okay. is it time for the news of the week, then? Yeah, it's time for the news. Time it's for the okay. news of the week. Okay, uh, start off with some miscellaneous news. Mortal Kombat 12 is confirmed to release this year. God. Dude, they just they pulled that out of their ass because of the Street Fighter. Like everyone's hyped for Street Fighter. No, they didn't. Well, because I think because Ed Boon, uh, I think he's he's the type of guy who like doesn't like to say anything until like everything's like really ready, ready. It's not like the new Elder Scrolls were like, hey, we're working on it. By the way, see you in like fifteen years. <laughs> he's like he's like he likes to announce it and then it comes out in like two months. But then in like a an earnings call for Warner Brothers, they're like, also Mortal Kombat 12 is happening this year. And everyone was like, wait, what? <laughs> what the hell? I don't know. It's just, Street Fighter better. No. no. Absolutely. No. What the hell? Yes. No. Absolutely. Mortal just Kombat five, is just Street Fighter, significantly better. No, dude. Just because Street Fighter 5 sucked. Okay. Street Fighter on the whole. I don't know. I think that their arcade, like their fighting system, is better. I think the only thing Mortal Kombat has is Sub Zero. I think that's like the best thing that they have is Sub Zero as a character. How dare you, sir? Wait, what? Sub Zero is the best Mortal Kombat character. That's fine to say, but you say that he's better than the entire roster. What they have? Yes, dude. Yes, he is better. I said that he's the best. I said he's the best character in Mortal Kombat, and you were like, "That's fine to say." And then you were like, "Wait, it's fine to say." But no, no, it's fine to think. That, no, it's fine to think he's like he's the best character to you, but like he's not. Like I mean, out of the entire roster of like, yeah, everyone, 
Yeah, uh, that's kind of that's kind of crazy. To and to say. think it's better than or it's worse than Street Fighter. You're on crack. I'm sorry. No, dude. Okay, l- l- listen to me. Listen to me. Capcom made the best fighting game of all time. The two best fighting games of all time. Marvel, Marvel versus, versus Capcom. Capcom. Hell no. Two and three. Yes, oh. Marvel versus Marvel Capcom, versus Capcom is so boring. That's, what? Uh, that that oh. is a hot take. Are y'all y'all are so stupid? Wait, no, 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 no. no when it comes to, when it comes to fighting games. Street Marvel versus Capcom is one of the worst fighting games in existence. Oh, no, it's probably not. That's why Fighter <laughs> Z is so good because Fighter Z is like Fighter Z, Dragon Ball. Yes. Not, like, are you okay? Okay, y'all just like slow, <laughs> realistic fighting games. Fuck you. Mortal Kombat's fast- realistic. <laughs> Mortal Kombat is, I think the movement is just too weighty. Like, it's too slow. Versus, like, maybe, I think Fighters, maybe 11, but like. <laughs> Fighter Z is, like, so kinetic and fun. What the hell? I didn't know. Fighter Z is pretty fun, though. There was, a, a, there was a Naruto fighting game that I really liked. I it's terrible. It Storm, Ultimate Storm terrible. 4. Ultimate terrible. Storm 4 is one of the best anime fighting games ever. Oh, my God. No. Okay. Look. Is the it Ultimate best- Storm? What'd you, what was it called? Ultimate Storm, Ultimate Ninja Storm, Ultimate Ultimate Ninja Storm Four is considered one of the greatest anime like fighting games, even one of the best anime games. Because people know the anime games don't are really hit yeah, or they're miss. usually shit. Yeah, uh, because I don't think Odyssey shit too. What? Let's see that the new One Piece game is shit. Oh, I never. Oh yeah, I didn't see. I think I think that. we can all agree that Jump Force is peak, right? Yo, yeah, nah, dude. dude no, dude. I'm just it's terrible. <laughs> Bro, any, I, any, any anime game, any anime fighting game that follows like that 3D approach is an immediate flop. Okay, <laughs> the Naruto game I was talking about was Naruto Clash of Ninja. What? Oh, did you play that on Wii? I think it's that's for the one game I played Q. on Wii. I played, I played that one. I liked that one. Um, I played that one. Well, I, I, I didn't play that one, but I did play like ultimate ninja storm four and that's like that's great i liked it because there was the 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 jitsu thing or whatever they call it that made you a hot anime girl and i was like hell yeah, yeah. when i was a kid uh, sexy, uh, sexy jitsu sexy clown jitsu yeah when i was a kid i was obsessed with that because i <laughs> dude i had the fucking boys the fucking being magazine. boys well it's true i had the, i had the magazine and the, and the there, there was like a huge doggy ear on that page, where there was this big ass picture <clears throat> of Clone Jutsu. <clears throat> now, of course, it's weird as fuck because it's a, you know, but but yeah, Mortal Kombat twelve. So excited because uh, it's way better than Street Fighter. Okay, but uh, yeah, uh, we got some DC news. JJ um, Abrams Justice League Dark series has been canceled. Are we surprised? Good. He wouldn't be able Good. to finish it anyway. Exactly. So. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, he, he made that deal with Warner Brothers. I don't know how long ago, and absolutely nothing has come <laughs> come out from it. Like Justice League Dark. Uh, I don't know, man. I just don't give a shit about anything with his name attached to it. Is not exciting anymore. It's not even like disappointing. It's just not exciting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it would be shit though, for real. It probably would. Yeah. He ruined Star Wars, and he would have ruined um. I'm just kidding. He did ruin Star Wars, but he made the worst Star Wars content. He probably would have not made a great stuff. His work's just gotten worse and worse over the years. I can't disagree, unfortunately, because I don't. I yeah. don't hate the man. 
he seems like a he seems like a cool guy. <laughs> as a, yeah, as a director, I think yeah, he's gotten he's gotten worse. Has he even done anything recently? Vision. No, uh, besides Rise of Skywalker, yeah. no, that man's been exiled. <clears throat> I think I think like I think creatively, it's just he's just bland, like in his head. Like I don't know, that's kind of fucked up to say. I'm sorry if he's. If you're listening, which he definitely is, because we're so famous, I'm sorry, J.J. Abrams. It looks like he's been producing stuff. Mm, like what? Stuff. Like shows? Yeah. Like shows and shit? Yeah. But yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't directed anything since Rise of Skywalker. Y'all see Ant-Man and the Wasp is expected to drop 72% in the second weekend. Yeah. <laughs> is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> All right, this uh, is according yeah. this is according to Jeff Snyder. Uh Robert Pattinson is set to appear in the Penguin series. Nice. I mean, I knew he was going to uh, probably cameo, but but yeah, nice. Is he going to be Batmaning or Bruce Wayneing? Yeah, hopefully Bruce Wayneing. I like, hope, yeah, hopefully the, Bruce Wayne. At, at the end of his character arc, you know what I mean? It makes sense. Like what I took away from his arc at the end of the Batman is he understands the power he has as Bruce Wayne as well. So yeah. Yeah, hopefully we get to see that. And we know um, set the Penguin series is set directly after the Batman. So yeah, yeah. So it would have to. Um, I think it's smart to include him. Like even if it's not um, like a huge role, even if it's a minimal role, it's smart to include him because that way, like, we get to um, the Batman Part Two, right? And there's kind of a we have the Penguin who has yeah, all this development up to this point. Yeah. Right, like, like, and also, it makes wanna, the it makes it makes it feel legitimate, since you have yeah. the, the the Batman, the the big movie character in in your <laughs> HBO Max series. That's good. Yeah, I'm excited to. I, that's that is a really exciting universe. There, indeed. Uh, next piece of DC news. Uh, technically, two things. Um, there was some gameplay of Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, and also it was confirmed that the game is set five years after Batman Arkham Knight. So, how so we feel? Batman. How Nightwing we feeling Batman. about that gameplay? <laughs> I like it. Suicide Squad. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I think it's fine. Like, it reminds me heavily of uh, Sunset Overdrive. Yes. So. Uh, I mean, I did like Sunset Overdrive, so I'm sure that I would like this gameplay, but um, it makes it better that it's co-op. So, you know, I'm not, like, too excited about the game as I was before, but, like, I'm still willing to try it and, like, you know, play play the game, of course. I wasn't really ever super excited. I think I'm, like, I'm intrigued now. <clears throat> I'm just, you know... The live service shit is just kind of like at this point, I don't think that it's um, a model that so many people should be trying to chase after. I understand it's very lucrative, but um, like my thing is, it's clear that Rocksteady like cares about making good games still because the game looks like the gameplay looks tight. Like we finally have a game like in this model where the gameplay looks just really fluid. The animations are nice. Um it seems like there's a really good sense of control over what you're doing. Like it doesn't look sluggish like Gotham Knights or Avengers was. Um, and it sucks to have to compare it to that, but you know, like the nature of things they're going to get compared to those games. But um, I don't know. Yeah. Like 
I just hope that the um because it already looks like 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 because they're avoiding calling it a live service because it is a live service because you know and they know it's uh, a bad they, word. Yeah, 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 and they know it's a bad word. It already it makes me think it's like okay, there's clearly executive decisions that are kind of fucking up even from just a bare bones surface level marketing standpoint, fucking things up. So it's going to be interesting to see maybe how deep um, the consequences of certain def- uh, decisions are going to affect the game. Like once it's in in our hands. Yeah, I think um, I, I wish the gameplay just excited me a bit more. Like it looks it looks fluid. It looks smooth. It looks like it fucking works. <laughs> um, uh, I do think it's hilarious that Harley Quinn looks like she has better Spider-Man swinging than Spider-Man in the Avengers game. <laughs> um, uh, but the majority of it just looked like shooting guns at faceless enemies. And it's like, that might be fun for a couple hours. But after that, I mean, what's what else is there? Like the, the main objective that they showed during the gameplay was is like, okay, you got to kill a bunch of guys but you also have to shoot these three balls okay <laughs> i mean uh like you you have characters like captain boomerang whose main gun is a shotgun i guess <laughs> and i've like instead of like mainly using his boomerangs uh harley captain boomerang yeah like harley quinn using guns i mean that makes sense i guess uh deadshot obviously and then king shark is over here just is is also just blasting away with a gun and it's just like less variety yeah than you would have expected yeah yeah it was but with the characters and the roster um but what i'm mainly excited for similar like you said it's unfortunate to make the comparison but similar to avengers i'm i'm more uh intrigued by the story than anything else and i'm definitely i'm definitely gonna get it i'm definitely gonna play it uh but I'm not as uh, excited as I would like to be. <laughs> I was already I, think, I was already worried because they waited so long to actually release gameplay. But yeah, I, I you know, um, for me, it's you're right. Like a lot of the gameplay, I kind of skimmed through it. I basically I saw the opening where the flash cutscene, and then I saw um, Captain Boomerang Harley. Uh, Deadshot and King Shark gameplay, but I didn't see the objectives. So the fact that it's basically like I did see them like shooting tanks and stuff, um, but there was so much more of the video left that I, I was missing out on. Like it is unfortunate that we're in 2023 and we have AAA games using such outdated game design elements like Rule of Three for like Rule of Three is something that like should kind of be masked now or at the very least it's like okay there should be a pretty damn good excuse as to why you're putting this in your game i don't think that it's something great to show in your sizzle sizzle reel for your game to sell to all of your players you know what i mean where you're right it is it is unfortunate that king shark um isn't like using his hands it's unfortunate that captain boomerang isn't Using creative, cool little, cute little boomerang moves. Um, he used his boomerangs, and King Shark did some melee stuff once, but it was only like a, like an animated like, like execution. Moves. Yeah, like like those are like like those didn't seem to be like the main modes of 
combat like or like the like like um i don't know i just think though yeah like the animation looks great i think that the the movement looks great and interesting and a lot of fun and i think that it does look really kinetic and cool but yeah you're right like what a like the gameplay loop you know outside of just team objective yeah it doesn't look bad it just looks like it's going to get repetitive really quickly yeah and of course, then on top of that, you got the live service stuff, and there's a battle pass, and uh, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna play it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna play too. I play Gotham Knights. <laughs> it's so fun. I was actually more excited for that in the beginning, um, even though I knew it was probably gonna be worse. And here we are, and that game sucks. Man, well, let's move on to some Marvel news. Uh, this is according no. to oh. Okay. I'm just kidding. This is according to Entertainment Weekly. Uh, Kevin Feige says they are working on the next Spider-Man film now. And he said, quote, all I will say is that we have the story. We have big ideas for that. And our writers are just putting pen to paper now. Cool. What writers? <laughs> who are these? Who are these? Who are these writers? Should be me. No, I should be in should that not. writer's room. No. Yes. Actually, yeah. Put the three of us in there. We make think the best Spider-Man story of all time. We would. We actually, we actually probably would. Like put to screen, we probably would. Yeah. We start with Spider-Man swinging through the city, and then he's like, "Ooh, I'm, I'm hungry for some, uh, some of that uh, meat the ball." Uh, so he goes to a, he goes to a, a, a meatball stand. My turn, my turn, my turn. He opens the door and he sees his aunt. And Peter's like, Mamma Mia, I have to join in. All right, Torin, it's your turn. I'm bleeping that. <laughs> I've Googled a pizza. <laughs> Dude, what is this? Can I just say, can I just say Peter? How about that? A pasta linguine. I Googled a meatball. What did the guy Censor what Torin's saying. Censor what Torin's saying. Why did I censor what Torin's because that shit's profane. That's... <laughs> what? It's profane. How? It's black. It's fucking. You about to say oh, it's black? Say I no, I was gonna say, say blasphemous, but that was too redditor of me. Say I googled the pizza. I googled the meatball. Fuck no, me. Shut the fuck up. Peter pulls out. There's gonna be I so guess. many bleeps. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Some of this is no, this is gonna be like weird fucking cuts. <laughs> Jesus. Come on. That's good. Come on, that's gold. No. If you cut that, dude, please don't cut that. Please. No, please. It's already been cut. God. Why are you like this? Um that's a good question. I don't know. I should get that <clears throat> checked. I love you. Oh, you're okay. No, tell me you love me too. You're alright. Oh my god. I don't hate you. I'm gonna I'm gonna we cut to Peter on the floor. Oh no. They call him Peter Parker. There's so many bleeps. (laughs) Why he has have to be bleeps. Why? Oh fuck. What what who are we showing this to? Investors? Yes. Dude, your mom does not count as a fucking investor. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry, Miss Mrs. Peyton's mom, that you have to hear me say these words. But she ain't to hear those words because they're bleeped. Fuck. No, they're getting cut. You just cut them. <laughs> no, 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 no. It'd be funny no, because it'd be funny if he's if he's like then. Beep. 
And it's just like beep for like 15 seconds. Like the fuck did he just say? It'll yeah, be funny. It'll be good. Yeah. All right. Let's fuck this. Anyway, <laughs> this is according to Entertainment Weekly. Uh, Kevin Feige. This is this is good news for probably most people. Uh, Kevin Feige says Marvel Studios will slow down its production on Disney Plus series. This comes after Bob Iger reportedly wants every branch of Disney to focus on the quality they put out on Disney Plus. As a result, Echo and Ironheart will likely be delayed, and the Nova Project has been put on the back burner. Good. Fucking finally good. What's that Jesus. to be saying for the movies? What? Yeah. The same needs to be said for the movies. It probably, yeah, they're probably, yes. they probably are doing that. I mean, the Marvels just got delayed to November 10th. That's also like kind of the next piece of news. But yeah, this, as much as I've enjoyed phase four thoroughly more than most, I think, um, yeah, they probably should pull back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they should definitely pull back. Like, this is the, honestly, the perfect time to do that right now before phase six. Um, even though, like yeah there's not oh I mean, yeah there's like there's a pretty good amount of movies and pretty good amount of shows but like still um if they give the vfx artists a break and they pull back a little bit like focus on uh, focus on a project like little by little i think they could improve a lot yeah it's, and i think with echo's delay and Ironheart's delay agatha's probably gonna it's gonna be a domino effect with everything yeah. well, which, so. is, which is good because like you know like i want phase six to be at like it is at its best like for sure yeah so so all that happens in phase five um i think that that could like you know bring some good bring some good stuff i i i torn you were saying like now's the best time to do that and scale back or whatever but like i just remember thinking heading into phase four like that's what we were going to be doing like in the beginning yeah yeah i definitely understand that i'm personally like obviously you know hindsight's 2020 what it should have could have and i'm obviously not fucking making those decisions um and i can't you know what i mean i don't know but but my my point is phase four in my opinion could have been to slow down i feel like i feel like and then ramp up at the very fucking end like 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 I feel like all of the points that were made in phase four, a lot of the ideas that were brought to us were brought to us multiple times in projects that probably like, you know, didn't need to be repeating these things like, like Loki. Great. Like the way they, they fucking, you know, tease the multiverse. But then like, I don't know. My, my point is we just got a shit ton and like, it, it felt kind of like, impotent at the very end of it all like like things can just kind of feel like okay well like we have more content than we ever have before in marvel not Mm -hmm. only just in a phase like we have like so much more content well yeah that's also like one of the things where it's like now you know um during phase four is when people are starting to feel the superhero fatigue and like you know, there's there is an oversaturation of Marvel content only because as I as me and Peyton discussed in the earlier podcast that there's no competition for Marvel. So they have the means to push out all these projects and they are pushing all these projects out because, you know, they're trying to keep track of the um, delays that COVID brought them. But I think if they were to slow down people can people have the means to catch up and that 
Marvel could in a sense be like in a pretty good kind of like in their second prime. Um, I will say that like um, while you know there is a little bit of dip of uh, quality. I mean, overall, I still am enjoying all the projects, and while it is a blessing and even a privilege for me to even say that we're getting all these um, projects and characters onto the big screen, I still would like for them to take their time, um, invest as invest more quality into the projects, and overall have people you know have time for people to catch up so that way Marvel could be at their best again or not again, but you know better than they were before. Yeah. I think it's fair to have standards. Yeah. As an audience. Um, and, um, especially after the precedent that's been set by Marvel. Yeah. Cause you know, the like, of. you know, the, the people who are, you know, they swear on their mom's grave that, you know, Marvel ended after Endgame, blah, 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 blah. And they want to defend like all these projects, even though they they say that like Disney ruined everything, yet yeah, they love everything that Disney they, they love. Yeah, yeah they, they yeah they love yeah. stuff Disney puts out. Um, you know, I I just I just find like all that hate to be just very just true ignorance of like, you know, hey, like, you know, like you know, like, like I mean, like Marvel did have a very, very high with Infinity War and Endgame, but, like, I don't think it's, like, I, mean, I still think that they have very, very much the potential to have that high again back, you know, back in Phase 6. Um, but even in hindsight right now, people are going back and, or at least I'm saying, um, being like, hey, like, you know, Multiverse of Madness was actually really good. Like, I love this project so much. And I'm seeing people being like, hey, like, you know, I really liked Internals. Eternals was like really good. You know, like just these like little like pockets and like little niches of people who love the phase four projects. But, you know, I still think that phase four, while it is it was it was a pretty good phase, um, definitely could have been a lot better. But personally, for me, I don't want to really be negative about the type of stuff. Um, I still think that, yeah, like. Phase five is definitely this phase where they should start pushing a lot of stuff back and hopefully things will be a lot better paced around phase six. Uh, You know, we said, you know, that Marvel doesn't have any competition, but ironically, they're their own competition because since yeah, everyone's you know, like, yeah. they'll never okay. be what they were in, <laughs> at Infinity War and Endgame. So it's like, yeah, it's, they do have they do have their own precedent to their own bar that they set for themselves. And I think that it's I don't think it's unfair to hold them to a certain standard. I honestly don't. Not I don't, that, I don't um, think it's unfair either, but I but I also do think it's unfair to then compare everything to the highest peak. <laughs> like, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, exa- absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Not like, everything's like, going to be infinity war and end game. There, there's just, there's just a, um, infinity war and end game also just don't work on their own. Like period. Like you go to see, exactly. Endgame and you haven't seen anything before that. That's a shit movie. It's just, it's the thing is, is like, is like, we need to just be cognizant of like all the factors, everything that kind of like, um, goes into these movies and the vision and all that, right? I feel mm. like even even you know, I I I am still a person who will defend these movies and be like, well, you know, like maybe not maybe not certain ones, but you know, 
Um, on the whole, I resent the notion that it's like, oh, Marvel movies are like less than or lesser than, or they're they're not as um, substantive. They don't they don't have any substance. They're um, not they're, smart. Yeah, they're, they're not cinema. They're just they're not carnival, cinema. Yeah, carnival movies. And I, I I resent that shit. Me um, too. Um, and I. Th- no, sorry. Oh, go ahead. So I was I was gonna say that like. Um, Damn, I just I I just had oh yeah. So pretty much um like uh Pay and I talked about that um how people always, you know, praise uh Marvel, you know, at their highest and like, you know, they they always say like, Oh yeah, Iron Man won the Winter Soldier, blah blah blah, and how phase four is trash. And like, you know, they always talk about like how Marvel isn't the same after um endgame, but they also just forget that Phase one, two, even three had some shitters as well. Like no one ever talks about like you know Iron Man two, Iron, four, Iron, Iron Man two, Iron Man three. Incredible even though Hulk. I do love Iron Man what? three, hey, I love Iron Man two and uh, and Thor one. I do, I do too, me. I do too. But generally speaking, they're on the lower tier as far as like the general is the general than, no, no, opinion. No, 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 no. Okay, look, look, look yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 yeah, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thor, Thor two ass okay yes yes okay yeah. all right we're good that's okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 yes that thor, thor 2 is 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 bottom tier but like i said people don't want to talk about that because then i've also i've also said that like captain people marvel. captain yeah captain marvel oh, yeah. Like, was, oh was a bomb that's phase, phase three, three as much as people want to say phase three is the peak of everything <laughs> that's ever existed and, and so, so Phase three had some shit pacing too, like that weird Ant-Man and the Wasp. moment with with Ant-Man and the Wasp, Black Panther, Captain Marvel, and Infinity War in that release order and slate. Whatever I, I know, I got them out of order, but that was just weird as hell. Ant-Man and the Wasp was my least favorite Marvel movie of all time, all fucking time. Mm. That's that's phase three, and then and then it's like, um, Payne sent me a TikTok of um a great creator, Jay Stubbs. You probably heard of her, um, well. But J. Stubbs has like really good. She has like really good takes. But she stitched a video of like this guy that I do I do follow on TikTok. His name is Kodak Cameron, and he was saying like, yeah, like I believe every word that I say is that Marvel will never be um, as great as it as it is again. And he talks about like Civil War, right? And of course, like you know, people were searching his video, and one creator was like, like, well, you're talking about Civil War, yeah? Like we need to build up to get to these movies, like. Why are you know, you know like, why are you so adamant on hyping up movies that need to build up? You know, so. yeah, yeah, because they, they don't exist in a vacuum. I think that's the thing. Is it's like it's like I do think it is fair to to compare to older works, and even to an extent, like I don't think it's unfair to compare a movie like Multiverse of Madness to Civil War because I would say both movies do require a fair bit of context beforehand and a fair bit of whatever to build up. They're obviously different movies trying to achieve different things, but in terms of quality and whatever, like I think it's fair to say like the first episode of a show should still be good. Um, and should still be as good as like episode seven, season two. And yeah, like this movie needs build up or this episode needs a build up. The finale needs a build up or whatever, but quality should still be consistent. I just think it's like, if you're comparing moment to moment where it's like, oh, like if you're like comparing, you know, oh, we just didn't get any cool epic moments in this versus this. Like like you're saying like, oh, Civil War is so cool because look at the airport scene or Civil War is so cool because look at, the, you know, the final fight. 
um, versus, you know, um, you're looking at uh, whatever, like another thing. And it's like, oh, well, this doesn't have this moment. Like the best it has is this, you know, I don't know. Yeah, you kind of lose I, me there. Yeah, I, I, I definitely understand about that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, like I said, um, it, it is definitely a, like not only a blessing, but like a privilege to have like. Do you, do you even have a, like a universe such as like you know the MCU just going as far as it can with how many characters and storylines are able to put onto the screen? But it's just like you know, um, and even someone said on like Instagram that like because there's an oversaturation of projects that there is like there are projects that are bound to like suck a little bit. But that that isn't to say that like the fact that everything the fact that we got to however like twenty three projects and there was a there was a couple like duds but none of them were like truly truly like the the fact that they have that kind of track record twenty three movies in is ridiculous (laughs) yeah compared to Alien compared to Terminator compared to any other other franchise like that yeah like Lord of the Rings it it was gonna happen at some point (laughs) no yeah and like I will say though like it is still fair to criticize it for being at a low point or, or to think that it's at a low point. I don't think that it's fair to be toxically negative. I also don't think it's fair to be toxically positive. I think, I think, oh, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, definitely just be as long as we're, we understand, you know, we're understanding, uh, the nuance, the context of everything like, and you know, we are, I think, I think it's like, that's probably the most important thing is like, it's like, as long as our, as long as our takes aren't so fucking as, as people's takes aren't so fucking brain dead as like, Oh, you know, like Marvel is just, you know, like they're too big to fail or they're too whatever. Or like, it doesn't matter that we have bad movies. And I know that's not what y'all are saying, but to say that, like, but to say, Oh, like we should just deal with it. I think is not fair. And then on the other end, I think to say like, oh, Marvel fell off after Endgame. Um, Marvel will never be as good again. Um, everything's too woke, everything, whatever. Like, like you know what I mean? I think that there are so many unfair criticisms as well. Yeah, yeah like, they, 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 those same they, they people go that. on to praise Shang-Chi or No Way Home. <laughs> like, as if like those projects and phase four didn't exist <laughs> it's just yeah exactly yeah, exa- yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. They, they always think about the bad and like like yeah they always like they want they want to praise the positive when it, when it when it benefits them they always yeah they always say that you know um phase four is trash and then, like you said Payne, like no one ever talks about like shang chi or like werewolf by night or like you know yeah. no way home it's like not everything, not even, not all phase four is bad. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, there are some like, you know, there, there's some shitters. And, and even like, then there's like phase two. It's a, it's a mixed bag. Like guardians of the galaxy one came out in phase two, like winter soldier came out in phase two. Phase two. So it's like, so it's like, it's just a mixed bag. That's it. Phase two is a mixed, mixed bag. Phase four is a mixed bag. Yeah. And opinion. it's also like phase four. There's not even a definitive bad movie. Or store show, they're always they're, every single one of them that isn't universally praised, like No Way Home or Shang Chi, is divisive. Like, like Thor: The Dark World, it has its it's it has its audience, but the majority of people are like Thor: The Dark World. But in Phase Four, you 
go to like something like She-Hulk, you obviously have your, your like people are like, oh, She-Hulk. But there's also people that fucking adored She-Hulk. And same thing with, with Black Widow and, and Eternals. There's, they're like, there's. I think Love and Thunder is like the Love and Thunder and Eternals are the ones to me that I think are the most widely criticized. I loved Love and Thunder still, but. Oh, yeah. We talked about Love and Thunder. I mean, Torn yeah, and I have. No. We made a we made a video or we had a, we had a, yeah, a podcast I, I, on it. I also loved Love and Thunder. I thought it was fucking great, but whatever. I, I thought guess. it was better than Ragnarok. I, I thought it was better than Ragnarok. I thought the I story was better, but I didn't think it was as funny. But yeah, that yeah, I thought um, it was funnier and better. I thought that oh, the Zeus stuff was Zeus the funniest was thing hilarious. in the Marvel. I think that that I think that is like okay. I'm sorry, people are people are mad that Marvel's trying to hurt. Also, the fucking the floating head. That's a joke. That's a fucking joke. There's no way that the VFX is just bad, bad to be bad. Like it's, it's making fun of like old eighties, nineties, like comp, like composition, shot composition, you know, like putting in your little dr- over the actual film cell shit like that. Like, and it looking bad, like, that's the point. I don't and know. Even, and people me, are like, oh, Thor Love and Thunder was just hard to get through. Like fucking how, bro? <laughs> I don't, I don't understand. That movie, that movie was a fucking like. That is to me. That is popcorn movie. Like Love and Thunder is. There's well, it doesn't make any sense also. because it's just Ragnarok, and people are like, "It was so bad." I'm like, "Did you watch it?" Oh my god! I saw a comment. Uh, it was regarding uh, Quantumania. But it was before the movie came out. It was like early reactions and stuff with like uh, content creators and whatever. And and someone replied. It was like, "Was was Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania? Was it was it a." Uh, was it overly comedic like Love and Thunder or was it mostly serious like Ragnarok? I was like, huh? mostly serious about Ragnarok. What I was like, fuck? I was like, did we watch the same movie, bro? Ragnarok mostly no. serious. Are you no, kidding? No, 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 no. It's so funny because it's so funny because like, uh, I, I think so many people give Ragnarok so much credit. It's not, I don't know. I think Love and Thunder was more emotional even like even it though it was kind of like, was. like, like I did not get. I don't get emotional watching Ragnarok. I Who really don't. Does? I, like it's so funny. He, like I, he I, goes, he goes like to to like Odin dies. And he turns the fucking dust, and they just stand there. And then Hela comes in like off off jump. Like I adore that movie. It's one of my favorite movies in the MCU. But in no way is that is the story either more compelling or is it more serious. Or more emotional than Love and Thunder. Like Love and Thunder, that, people are like, oh, that. the cancer. People use humor all the time to cope, <laughs> especially with something like cancer. And they treat it completely serious. Like, to, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> no, yeah, it's a huge rabbit hole. But I mean, for me, like, I've rewatched Ragnarok like twice a year for the past few years. And it just gets lower and lower every time, even before Love and Thunder. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I loved it when it came out. It was my favorite Marvel movie when it came out. And then, it, and then it's just like, I that movie to me is hard to get through for me. That movie is. And, and um, oh, sorry, huh? I was gonna say like I don't know if y'all talked about this because I want to go do something, but um, it doesn't break the movie for me, but it kind of annoys me. Is like the auto tuned like Hulk voice. Oh yeah, that always annoyed me. I know. Oh. I clocked that the first time I saw it in theaters. I was yeah. like, "Why does he sound auto tuned?" <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. And no. I literally he's, told he's my friend about it because we were in like high school at the time. I was like, I was like, I was like, man, was, didn't the didn't the whole auto tune thing bother bother you? He was like, what? I was like, yeah, he's auto tuned. He was like, he was. I was like, it was like he was very clearly auto tuned. Yeah, it's very, it's very like it was like very like robotic-y. And then I yeah. remember Jason Payton about it. I was like, yo, like 
Did something happen with the Hulk's voice? I don't remember seeing that like in the theaters. Yeah, and I was like, "Thank you." Yeah, <laughs> it's because it's because I thought it was crazy. It's, it's like more just regular, like instead of more like primal, like screaming and stuff. There were so many more opportunities for Hulk to just like fucking talk for the first time, and like the way that they <clears throat> approach that, <clears throat> there's so such sharp like changes in pitch, and um, it's really interesting. Also, also. I really hated it. I hated it at the time, and I don't know if y'all caught it. I mean, I was not really online um, around this time, um, really. So, so nice. I don't know. In my in my circles, though, in my circles, it was like, oh yeah, like the visuals, like they were like Guardians of the Galaxy. This movie reminds me of like, what the fuck are you talking about? This movie is like, as it's just because it was in space as, and it was colorful. Yeah, it is colorful, but it's still like flatly lit, like as flatly lit as Avengers one. You know what I mean? Like, like I think I and, and you know I know that we've talked about this, and I I tend to give these movies credit when it go, does come to um visual, you know, their aesthetic, the lighting, or whatever. I try to I try to give them more credit. Yes, Civil War is gray as hell, but I think that it's that at least it's in that case in that choice. movie. It's a stylistic choice, and I think that it, it it is to its benefit as well as Winter Soldier. I think those movies it's to its benefit. Ragnarok, I don't know, not so much. Maybe maybe this one I, I give a little less credit to because I think it's just like I love Taika. I love what we do in the shadows so much. I love Jojo Rabbit. I I I was on the fucking Taika train before you know Ragnar Ragnarok came out. I love what we do in the shadows. I think it's so fucking funny, but um. And I don't think that he's not talented. I think that I think that Ragnarok is a great movie. I just personally fell off for me after a while. I think Love and Thunder is really, really, really good too. Um, but I don't know, man. I think I just think that people will look at Ragnarok and like there was so much hype during that time. Um, I, I think it definitely has to do with also just like the that 2017 was like peak Marvel for a lot of people. Like 2017, 2018, those are like that was peak Marvel <clears throat> nostalgia. Like, like, like that. Those are the years we have nostalgia for as Marvel fans. Because, like, I remember just during those times, the hype was just undeniable for everything. I mean, yeah. every 2016 was, through 19. Yeah, everyone was, was everyone was yeah. so hype. You know, 2017 in general was just a very solid year. Yeah, and 2017 was Logan. Guardians to uh, Spider Man, yeah. Ragnarok, and Logan. Oh yeah, yeah. So, what the fuck? 2017, amazing year. 2018 for Marvel. was Captain Marvel, Infinity War, Deadpool 2, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. And Black Panther. You said Black Panther? Did I say Black Panther? It's Black Panther. It was Black Panther, Infinity War, yeah, Black Panther. Deadpool 2. I think I said something Captain else Marvel. instead of... Yeah. I, Captain, I Marvel, just know Captain that... Marvel was 2019. Yes, that's right. And then Before Endgame and then Spider-Man yeah, yeah, Far From Home. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so... And then X-Men so... Dark Phoenix. <laughs> oh god it's so funny because everything else surrounding mcu besides logan and deadpool were all terrible so there was so much hype around mcu too but now we're in 2022 and yeah okay my, my point I, I think i think phase four is as mixed mixed of a bag as phase two is there's just more content so it feels like we're just it's easier to get tired because there's so much more this time around um, I think it's fair, but and it's it's also easier to kind of forget about the 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 ups when there's like there are a lot of 
good things, but there's also a lot of bad things. And it is just in general easy for people to focus on negative things. So I think it's understandable. Um, oh, but fuck, man. I don't know. Like, like now we're in a, we're in a time in 2022 or 2023. We're in now. But last year, last year, we were in a time where the Batman kind of came out and it kind of like shook up everything again. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, okay. And then the stuff behind the scenes happening. Now gun is in charge and, and, you know, Snyder bros aside, like guns in charge of DC now creatively. And, um, Marvel also is struggling to live up to, um, their own sort of like bar that they set for themselves. You know, they got really excited. I think they just got really excited. Yeah. Now the end game's over. We can get weird. And then, you know, that's fair. Creatively, I would fucking too. It's like a kid in a candy store. But, and the introduction to Disney Plus was like, we can yeah. do fucking anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like, okay, here's Disney Plus. It's like, it's like, oh it's shit, like now we have... can do characters like Moon Knight and shit like that. Yeah. And, and it's, I think it's interesting because it, the, I'm sure it was a, an excuse used internally to kind of leverage Disney to let them do all that weird stuff because it's on something as like, you know, it's not the big screen. It's Disney Plus. So, like, let us do this. And I think that that mentality bleeds through also in the quality of some of these projects where it's like, oh, like, what? Well, you know, it is Disney Plus, though. Like, it is in a movie. And I don't think I think, yes, there are shows that are amazing. I think overall the shows are actually really great. It's just like. We, um, there's still a very, you, there's a certain quality to all of them. You know, you can't really deny it. It's not necessarily negative, but it's kind of like, this is like, this is like TV. You know what I mean? Like, um, they all even have a similar tonality to them as well in a weird way. Like, I don't know if it's production. I don't know if it's whatever, but like, like Moon Knight if someone showed me a clip of Moon Knight, someone showed me a clip of Falcon and Winter Soldier, someone showed me a clip of WandaVision, someone showed me a clip of whatever, and I hadn't seen these shows, I didn't know they were shows or whatever, I would still think that they're all, at the very least, like, in the same league as one another. And if they showed me, like, Multiverse of Madness, you'd be able to differentiate. That's different. Like, that's bigger, you know? And it is bigger. I guess my point is we just had so much Disney plus and it, and, and the fact that it was, it was streaming service straight to streaming, um, you know, use, use that as an excuse to make this stuff like is kind of reflected in its quality. In my opinion. Yeah. We got to move on. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We went on a huge, we went on a huge tangent there, didn't we? Yeah. We kind of, kind of needed to, and yeah. some of the stuff we're going to say is going to go into our review of Ant-Man. Well, also, yeah, we, we agreed a lot there, but we're going to disagree. <laughs> yes, this is this is going to be I'm going to be fighting for my life. Yeah, here. Hold on. Right? This is a, this is according to Deadline. Stephen Yun has been cast in Thunderbolts in a secret role. And is uh, it's rumored to it's rumored that he'll have a major role in the MCU moving forward. Mr. Negative. No, man. <laughs> He's not going to be Century. No shot. Imagine no that. Shot. He'll be Amadeus Cho. Oh, Amadeus Cho would be good too. He's just old. That's the only thing. He's just a little old for Amadeus Cho, but uh, he's yeah, not Century. And unless he's playing like a villain, imagine, I don't know. He's, imagine he's Null. I'm kidding. Null? Dude, they introduced Null in fucking in Thunderbolts. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's the big bad. It's Null. And they'll the, be the they, new Taskmaster. They'll just quietly replace Taskmaster. 
You know what? I'm, I, I, you know what? I'd actually be down with that. Me too. <laughs> if they if they made them comic book accurate, I'd I, I, I'd be down with it. I'll always say though, I'll always maintain that the Taskmaster in the Black Widow movie worked for that movie. It, it did. didn't need to be different, you know. Yeah, yeah it's fine. But but moving I, forward, I could have I could have played it better though. Absolutely, <laughs> you absolutely could. You would have filled out that suit so nicely, dude. What does that mean? Just. I'm just thinking of of his, you know. Is it because I'm I'm a bigger male? No, dude. It's because of your bulge. What the hell? (laughs) That's getting bleeped. Are you kidding? Why the hell would that get bleeped? (laughs) God. You're not fun anymore. You're not fun anymore. Uh, Why can't it even be slightly uh, fuck? Okay, just fuck, fuck, fuck it. Go on. Move on. This is according to Deadline. Another one? Yeah. Uh, Marvel will begin Marvel will begin gearing up for uh, the casting process for Fantastic Four this month. Uh, the focus will reportedly be casting Sue Storm first and then building out the rest of the team after she's cast. Yes. So um, why do we think they're doing this? Is it because of like chemistry or are they doing like a Sue-focused story? Because I wouldn't hate that. Because, because, like, well, okay, look, I, I follow, I follow, I follow this um, Fantastic Four stand, um, and she said that, yeah, like, you know, Sue Storm is like, yeah, the focus of the Fantastic Four. She's the heart. She's the heart. She of is. The she team. is. She is the heart. She's and, literally the core. And literally, literally, the Fantastic Four should be a family-driven story, and that's what. Uh, that's why all the ones are just bad. Because they weren't family focused, they're focused on Reed Richards. Yeah, Reed. Reed. He he does have. Here's the thing. Reed should carry his own stories, but at the same time, Reed is Reed is not the most likable individual, and I think like like he ends up changing because of Sue. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Sue. Like it's Sue putting up with Reed's bullshit. <clears throat> it's Sue keeping Ben and Johnny from fighting with each other. It's Sue doing all this stuff, you know, and like the character moments that come from that and the character development comes from that on her part is like really important and and integral to the stories. Like, um, I'd say that her and Reed are both equally important. Um, but a a Sue centric story would be great. I honestly just think that they're casting Sue first because they cast Reed. Everyone will be upset. Sue, they'll at least be able to get like not everyone will be upset, but people will be upset no matter who they cast for Reed. People will be upset and people will be very fucking vocal for it about it. With Sue, it's she's um like second most popular, I would say, or second like I don't know. My point is they announce someone for Sue, like you know what I mean. It'll soften the blow of whenever they announce someone for Reed. Because yeah, that's, that's true. People yeah. they'll get out front with a good with a good hype announcement. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. the hype of oh, Fantastic Four is being cast. It's Sue. No one's gonna get pissed at it unless they cast fucking like um oh my god, what's her name? Melissa McCarthy. Like no one's gonna no one's gonna care unless they like, <laughs> cast someone like that. Yeah, I mean we've <clears> talked <throat> about this before, but like it'd be better if they just cast nobodies. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I hope they do. I yeah. really hope they do. Hope they do. A pen Badgley is the the known that I would pick for Reed personally. People are picking. People are saying him, Glenn Howerton, and even I've been seeing more of Dave, uh, Dev Patel. Dev, Dev Patel. Patel, but that that's very interesting. Honestly, I'm not fucking choose Glenn Howerton. Per, per what Glenn Howerton do to you? I, He's gay. I don't think imagine, that's true. 
Imagine David Tennant as Reed Richards. No, uh uh-uh. Shut up. I like like British men. (laughs) No, Reed is not fucking dude. British people are not real. They're evil. Fuck them. (laughs) British people and French people. uh, Seriously, if you're listening to this and you're British or French, I actually hate you. Oh my god, that's not... That's no, not, I hate you. That's not true. No, fuck that. No, no fuck that. No, fuck that. I, I don't represent the opinion of everyone here. <laughs> I represent myself. And I fucking hate you. Oh, no. Absolutely. Oh, really no. You better not fucking catch me on the street in my car. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, you're going to be flat Stanley. Just say that. At least we don't get shot up in maths class, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Unless our schools are shooting ranges. <laughs> yeah, at least we have teeth that are normal. Stop <laughs> talking mathematics. At least we don't eat fucking clear jello with like spam in it and <laughs> call that a meal. I hate them. What, what are they doing? What are they doing? The only good things they have is because they literally colonized and took and stole. That's why all the Indian food in London is so good. Because oh they God. stole it. <clears throat> Anyways. Oh, no. Uh, anyway, uh, Will's Twitter is no. <laughs> hey, shut the fuck up. Hey, look, that's not a cancelable, a cancelable thing. British people, me hating British people is me hating white people. That's fine. Yep, go ahead. Anyway, this is according to Jeff Snyder. Uh, Franklin and Valeria Richards are set to make their debut in the MCU's Fantastic Four. Great. Awesome. Love it. Okay. Good. Franklin, I, I, I love that. I can't wait for all the edits to be made of Franklin as like a badass because he's literally the most powerful character. Oh, I can't God. wait for them now, to nerf him and people to cry about it. No, I'm going to be so upset. I mean, obviously, obviously you have to power scale. I just want I just want Franklin to make a universe where like I just want the thing where where he creates the universe or like he does some crazy shit. I'm just kidding. Actually, no, that would be a terrible cop out. That he's usually used for just shit cop outs in the comics, anyways. They'll be like, they'll, they'll use him be like, I wish, I wish that people were mutants more. I wish that there were more mutants. And I wish that inhumans were real. And then they're gonna fucking make Krakoa and they're gonna do all that shit. Just because Franklin Richards is like, like, I wish Wolverine was in the story now. Sure. Yep. <laughs> in the comics, he's the reason that um, no one's aged. Oh. Yeah, there, there's um, it's literally um, canon. There's also a moment where I think this one's pretty popular, where Norman Osborn um is like in the Baxter Building and um, he's talking to Franklin and he's asking about where his parents are, and Franklin's playing with a cap gun, and he shoots at Norman, but it's a real like he really gets shot, even though it's just a little cap gun, like it turns into a real bullet and he really does shoot. Norman Osborn. It's a pretty good moment. It's pretty funny. Oh. Yeah. He made a universe under his blanket because he was bored in his hand. He's very powerful. He's literally so fucking powerful. Good. Well, they're going to be in the MCU. So hip hip. Hooray. <laughs> and Valeria is uh, Doom's daughter. Indeed. So Doom and Reed's daughter. I yeah. hope that there's gay tension between them. I really do. Between Reed and Doom? Yes. Agreed. It's got to be like a Batman and Joker thing. There's definitely tension there. Like, unironically, honestly, yeah. I really don't think it would be bad. I don't think it would be bad. I know that Doom loves Sue, and that's why he 
hates Reed, but like, come on, man. You know, you know, you're so mad at another man for so long that has to turn into like sexual frustration somehow. Like, like, like your brain will like miss an input and then it turns into sexual frustration, you know? Yeah. But that's the news of the week, which means it's time to move on to our topic, which is our Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania review. Um, we're going to start off with no spoilers and then we're going to spoilers. So, uh, I have to say that this is the best movie I've ever seen in my life. I'm not going to lie. Shut the fuck up. It was incredible. Oh God. Stop fucking lying. Stop. It's probably, it's one of the few MCU movies. That's a 10 out of 10. I hate you so much. Okay. Okay. Who for real is going to start with their, with their opinion. You start torn. Me. Yeah. Um, I think this movie is okay. Um, it ain't, it ain't like the best. It ain't like the absolute worst. Um, but I mean, yeah, it it was just fine. Like the pacing was a little off. Some of the, some of the VFX were kind of off too, but like, it wasn't like, uh, um, Kang was incredible. I wish we saw a little bit more of him. Um, it's a good know, problem to have. Yeah. Um, it's just like also, also like the MCU is like, oh my god, dude. Oh, man, man, that's uh, but, hey, I thought no. this was the spoiler free section. Nah, fuck that, dude. I don't, I, who fucking cares? Honestly, I do. I'm, spo- I'm bleep spoiling it out. this. Bleep shit. it out. Bleep it out. No, fuck that. We're keep just, that part out. No, we'll, we'll, just, we'll, it, we'll no. just keep we'll just keep the non spoiler section brief. No, just we're spoiling this shit. If you haven't seen the movie, you're broke. Go watch it. <laughs> oh, <Okay>. no. <laughs> if you haven't seen this movie, don't waste your time. Oh, no. Just look up the king. Honestly, look up, honestly, look up the, you, the king. That's it. Honestly, if you haven't watched the movie, just like, just wait. Just wait till it's on Disney+. Plus. But for, Seriously, but for just look up YouTube compilations of King whenever they come out. Like, just see all of those moments. That's it. That's all you need. I mean, really? Like what? Like who? Like what other parts of the movie did you like? Me? Yes. Um, I like the King thing. I like okay, uh, King and King. Outside of that, outside of that, outside of that, what did you like? <laughs> I like more so King. Much of, so much of the movie is not King, and I think, and I think that y'all, I'm going to confront y'all about this. What? What did you? Okay, okay. okay well, this is hard. Minutes, it's hard to do without spoilers. So, <laughs> well, then let's get into the spoiler part. Well, okay, 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 okay. But basically, uh. I didn't even get to finish. Okay, sorry. Keep going. Go ahead. So I'm like, oh, overall, I think the movie, the movie is just fine. Um, like I said, it wasn't the best. It, it wasn't the worst. There are definitely some things that could have made the movie a lot more interesting. Um, regards in, of pacing and the story, the writing was. I think it's. I think it's okay. There's just definitely a lot of things that could have been better about this movie. Um, like I said, I wouldn't call it like you know people are calling it ass or calling it like the worst Marvel movie they've ever seen. I wish they're dumb for saying that. Um, but yeah, I just think the movie is fine. That's uh, it. I would have to say that I think the movie is pretty decent. Um, it's 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 certainly not top tier Marvel like in the slightest, but it's also I really don't think it's like one of the worst. Like it's it's. It's semi bottom tier, I guess. But even then, I still enjoyed myself. 
And at the end of the day, that's kind of what I'm here for. And um, obviously can't get into spoilers, but like, yeah, I thought it was fine. I'd have to, I'd have to give it like a seven out of 10. Oh, seven out of 10 is fine to you. I mean, it's a good fine. No, dude, that's, I, I enjoyed know, my, I okay. Like well, the way, the way I rank things, it's, it's like, it's, it's mostly, it's mostly enjoyment. And then there's an objective sense as a movie. I give it like a six. No, 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 no. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is there's a whole, like you're calling seven decent. Seven is like really good. Eight is great. Nine is amazing. And 10 is perfect. On an enjoyment factor, I'd give it an eight. I had a blast <laughs> as a movie. I'd give it a six. Okay. So I'd average it out to about a seven. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I yeah, I um, I think it's I would call it bottom tier. Like I really wanted to like it. <clears throat> I was so excited to start it. Um, I don't know. I I think it's bottom tier. It's still not as bad as Ant Man two, and it's still not as bad as Thor two to me. Um, I would put it on my enjoyment level of Black Widow and Captain Marvel. To me, those those are bottom like i think ant-man quantumania is bottom four easily um uh, but i but i will say kang is amazing i think jonathan majors brings up such a weight to the movie like like for all of it my issues that i have with it one that the one that was not um an issue was i still took kang seriously and i know a lot of people are kind of you know uh maybe not agreeing so much on that um, but I still don't think that they did anything to like fuck up Kang or hurt his presence going forward. I think, I think Kang is excellent. Um, seriously, really good. Yeah, I agree. I agree, I agree with all you, all you just said about King right there. All right. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, what, what would you, what would you rate it? Will 5.5 out of 10. Okay, let's get, uh, let, And that's, yeah, let's get into spoilers. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> all right. Let's spoil this shit. So, I wasn't in the movie. I'm kidding. Kidding. Okay. It does um, suck that King died. Actually, I don't think he. I, don't, I mean, like honestly, I'm not even tripping about that because, like, he's gonna. Come, I want he's that a, to be the main one. Like, I want that one to be yeah, the one that we go forward with. People are saying that, like, yeah, he's gonna become the MCU's Beyonder and blah 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 blah. I just, I don't really care for that theory at that moment. Um, but yeah, I do do hope we do see like at least like if not that king a variation of that king in some way but like i said i'm not really tripping about you know king like losing because we're gonna see him throughout the phase phase five and phase six so i'm not worried about that at all it's just all different i, I don't know i am excited for obviously the post post credit scenes were cool i'm especially excited for loki um in that iteration but like like immortus and all this stuff like i appreciate those like the way that I view this right now, and obviously it's just my notion, my conception or whatever, and that's not meant to be something that is, it's not fair of me to basically judge the rest of the MCU going forward for not fitting this conception or whatever. So just please like hear me out. Personally, I would think it's a good idea to keep the Kang that we introduced in Ant-Man and mm-hmm. keep building him up and then have the other council of people that are supposedly stronger than him, stronger than him enough to banish him or whatever, actively be trying to work against him. But he, he wins. And like, it's our journey with him. It's kind of like, you know how like um, Kylo Ren, in my opinion, is interesting because 
or, or at least until Rise of Skywalker, was interesting because he was under Snoke. But then in Last Jedi, it's like, nah, actually, I'm the big bad. We don't need another Palpatine. It's me. It's me. I'm not a pussy. I'm not this, this, and that. I'm, I'm him. literally him. I'm. It's me. I'm that guy. Um, literally denying all of the, his good nature, like forcing it down, forcing himself to be bad. That was awesome. I think that's great. And, and I'm not saying obviously the arc is different, right? But but I think that the like his position as someone who is you know exiled and then actually like proves himself, like you know actually you know. It was smart of you to exile me, but at the same time, like, it's over. You know what I mean? Um, but I know, like, they could be doing something where they just show us a million Kangs, and then finally, in Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars, we get our big one. And, you know, if if 20 or, sorry, like 15 minutes of Kang in Ant-Man 3 was enough for me, for me to get excited about this iteration, I'm sure that whatever iteration they end up on as being the big bad will be given substantial development. Yeah, whatever and, it is, know, I, Jonathan Majors is going to kill it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Let's tell you what, here's something I didn't like. Uh, Cassie. Yeah, like, I was oh, just going to say that. Like, I feel like she was very, very bland. Yeah, which was weird because all the reviews I saw were like, even if it was a negative review, it was like, well, at least Cassie and Scott's dynamic was good. I was like, was it? It was terrible. That I didn't, dynamic, I didn't get that, that at all. Was- yeah, I, I, it was very like, like I okay. So like, I was with a friend, and they were saying like, yeah, like you know, like there's like a bunch of like cliches with with their relationship. Like, I think that was like very bottom of it being cliche. That was just not good to me. Like, especially like the, during the third act, I did not really. I don't know. Cast just felt felt very off in this movie. Um, but. I I mean, hopefully that has to change sooner or later. But yeah, I like it's so interesting that people say that their chemistry was good. The chemistry between Scott or sorry, Paul and the older actress was much better. And and now we're here with, you know, what's her name? Yeah. Captain Newton. And yeah. Captain like, Newton. She is phoning it in. And even also, I hate to say it, Paul Rudd's getting old. I, kind of think he found this one in too. I think I think that they're like he's doing he's doing the job, you know what I mean? It's not bad. I'm just saying like like he does he does, you know, he actually does have a lot of physicality even and things like that. Like Paul's doing an okay job. But like on the chemistry side of things in the third act, when I when Scott's big and he's like we had a deal, I feel nothing. I feel yeah. absolutely nothing. And I'm I, like Damn, this should be a big moment. Well, I think there was a, there was a combination of things. I think I don't think Paul was necessarily phoning it in, but I thought he he just wasn't given much to work with. But in that moment, I don't. I think obviously it is supposed to be a big moment, and I don't think I I think because number one, it doesn't feel earned, and number two, yeah, the the world that they built in the quantum realm, I did no like pun intended everything feels small (laughs) and so like he's supposed to be like gigantic like fucking huge but i don't feel that scale yeah i I definitely feel like if you like you know they made him like a little bigger or anything like that like him just like like maybe bigger or or just even like changing the camera angle to just make him look bigger because and then and then and then cassie gets really big 
and then they hug and they're like, oh, my God, you're so big. Like, but they just look normal. <laughs> but that, but, but that it's definitely, it has to do with shot composition, but I still, I think they still made it clear that that's like relative to everyone else. The biggest Scott's been yet. Like, yeah. But even then I didn't the feel, I was like, I was like, it just, for me, like, for me, it just, there, there wasn't weight behind it because maybe it's because, it was, because maybe it's because it's in this foreign area. And it's like, if he was that big in the yeah. real world, it would have been like, whoa. Yes. Because there's actually yes. something to compare it to in reality, and and this this realm also seems slightly inconsequential because because I feel like the world building was lacking. First of all, um, it was lacking, and I and I do care kind of kind of about like not really. I don't really care about the resistance or whatever. <clears throat> honestly, I feel like the battle in the quantum realm, the big scale battle, is inconsequential. I feel like what really matters is it's Scott Kang keeping Cassie safe um, and getting the fuck home without making sure Kang escapes, you know what I mean? Or making sure, making sure that Kang doesn't escape. So it's these objectives. So, but then everything else dressing it is so superfluous and it feels that way. Like, like the army of ants showing up at the end which I have a huge issue with. I was fucking venting to Peyton and Torrin about this. They're like, it's not that deep, bro. I get it. But like, but like when, when your end goal with these fucking ants is to have them come in in this like big way, this army battle that feels weightless and is boring and whatever. And you also feel the need to give me an exposition dump that you're not even playing for, for laughs or comedic purposes and say, Hey, there's time dilation. They were here for a thousand years and they built a civilization. And guess what? They remembered. They remembered and they're here to save us. That's like, a really good voice. I love you. that. Thank you. But it's like, but it's like, but it's like, come on, movie. Like, come on. Like, I know you're dumb. I know you're dumb. But like, like you, it would have been, and I gave this example to them. And I know it's like, well, how would this work? But it's just funny and stupid. Like, they could just play it off as a joke. Hank just has a little belt. They, with ants in them and he made this cute little habitat for them and they're like thriving and they're on their own they're just significantly smaller than they would be and Hank just brings them with him for emergencies because as the movie says a million times I'm obsessed with ants and I'm quirky like Hank is just like that I feel like Hank could easily just have an army of ants with him that he just shrinks down maybe throws the belt thing down and they all size up or disperse in a really unique cool way you can animate that and it'd be really interesting um, yeah, I don't know. It was just, the movie has a lot of weird decisions. That one stuck out to me. I was just like laughing, like, and rolling my eyes at the movie, like not with it. Like the movie should have made that a joke, but it didn't. I don't know. Weightless, yeah, I see. weightless. I see a lot of people uh, talking about that. And like I said, I'm not tripping because it works with the plot of the movie. Um, yeah, I wasn't bothered by it. Uh, I, I mean, I personally think it's just a, it's just a little thing, but like I just I find I think what's more annoying about the ants is when people say that King got defeated by ants, and I'm like, did you watch the rest of that movie? Like, did you just like be like a little like you know you have to like, you have to go, like use the restroom or something? Like, did you like were you were you about to like get hungry and go get a snack and just miss the rest? Like, obviously, King did not get defeated by ants. And, like and the said, only like, reason the ants even carried him away is because Modok came and destroyed the shield. He would have been fine otherwise. Yeah, Modok, Modok was the one who did that to him. Like that was Modok's win. 
It yeah, just, exactly. Just it, it did feel. Yeah, I can understand. Yeah. Like if people think like, oh, it's like not emasculating, but it's humiliating for a big villain to be carried away in a cartoonishly big pile of ants. But like, who cares? He's still able to be taken seriously in the fist fight at the end. Exactly, and it's just like I don't know. Um, that 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 part, the that part from the fandom angered. Well, I, this is I wouldn't say anger, but it just annoys me. It's just like watching movies with your eyes closed. Um, one I, I wouldn't say like I, I guess yeah, like the thing with Cassie kind of annoyed me. But one thing that did annoy me was Janet and the whole fucking. The the stupid like delaying like a dialogue to build up the plot or something like that like I, I hate that shit so much yeah yeah that like, shit, like that... oh the character the character has something to hide it's like it's like misunderstanding trope too yeah it's of, just, yeah, yeah I, I hated that like it's like oh like I'll tell you later we have to do this now um trust me blah 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 my shut the fuck up shut up. Yeah, I, I also don't think, and I know this is also kind of a hot take. Personally, I don't think that it was it was acted very well um, on her part. Also, like, oh no, the, no, I agree I, with you. I thought that Janet's characterization was frustrating, um, um, and and not not to say that like she's been all too particularly interesting before. I really don't think Janet is been that interesting i think it's 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 always felt to me it's like oh hey look we have michelle pfeiffer here that's that's always how janet has felt to me um not to be like a cynical like piece of shit about it but you know now there's their chance to to do something interesting with the character and the movie's telling me oh like like this is a huge deal for janet and whatever and, and obviously it would be for her character but it's not selling that to me not selling it to me yeah. you know it's i'm being told these things but but i'm not feeling it personally um and especially like there was a scene where like evangeline lily was crying after i think janet talked and like not like she was actually carrying the scene because i don't think evangeline lily did an amazing job either but she but she did her best to make that scene feel more emotional than it would have been if she wasn't like forcing herself to cry because Janet, like again, Michelle Pfeiffer's performance there just was kind of lacking. Like, I don't know, like, and I know I'm getting in a nitpick t- territory, but I think that actually, no, I, I no, think that no, no, these are big do, moments. Yeah. yeah I, mean? I, I don't think that you're nitpicking. I honestly, like I, I actually agree with the criticism of how like, you know, you want the scene to feel emotion and it wasn't doing that for you. It's a major um, character beat as well. Yeah. I think, you know, and like me and Peggy were talking about this too. Like eventually Lily was just like a care. Like she was just like an NPC in this yeah. movie. She, oh like, she did not, she barely did anything. And like when she did, she like got like smacked around and like, I, mean, I guess she did like something at the very end. Yeah. When she when, said, when she pulls Scott out and they like come together in that, like, the quantum a probability storm yeah probability storm whatever yeah the, yeah that that part and like yeah when she like yeah that part and the part at the end with Kang, yeah, it's like end. it's like e- e- each of those times it's like oh shit we forgot hope oh, uh throw her in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um and when, like pain pain and i um we talked about something else but like, i will get to that later on when uh, i want to say um completely disagree with y'all on janet i fucking loved her <laughs> 
You love Janet. I love Janet. I love Michelle Pfeiffer. I thought she. I thought she was great. Like I mean, I think like I think I. I'm just not a fan of the of that of that thing of like of her saying like the yeah trope. you know yeah the, the trope. trope. I'm not a fan of that, but I think I didn't even feel that really. Like I like I acknowledged that it was there, but I didn't. It didn't feel overbearing to me. I don't know. I think that I think that like it's this is just a difference in like taste because like I feel like we're all here acknowledging that these are like less than ideal things for the narrative to have. Like like me, I know y'all said you know I was like I'm not really tripping over like the, the exposition dump of the ants and the end of the movie because like it's just a little thing. But like nonetheless, it's still kind of messy and it's still. You know, whether or not you're able to overlook it is a different thing. Um, at the end of the day, it's just kind of like, you know, in my opinion, it's work that it's extra work for an end that really wasn't worth the effort. Mm -hmm. Um, and also was kind of boring to sit through the expedum. And then, and then things with, um, the trope with Janet's character where it's like Torn and I. You know, it, we notice it. All of us, all three of us, notice it. Tord and I just think it's maybe slightly more egregious than you do, Peyton. But at the same time, it's still a problem with the movie. And I think that, like, like, I don't know. I mean, I know this whole discussion is just a matter of opinion or whatever. I just, I just think that this movie is. It's not just one little trope here or there, or one little thing here or there, one little faux pas. It's like a series of tropes that are like what am I watching? Like, like, like tropes where movies like at least spy kids has a millions of these tropes, but they're so tongue in cheek and fun and silly that we're just fucking rolling with them. Like, and we're just having a good time. Ant-Man has these tropes because it doesn't know how to write itself as this big fucking serious movie. It just doesn't. I, and I just think it fails every, uh, almost every step of the way besides Kang. I think Janet and Kang together is good. But I think Janet's interaction with everyone else outside of King sucks. Mm-hmm. And I, one thing I was I was gonna say about Michelle Pfeiffer is that I really enjoyed her her flashback scene with King, and yeah. like her coming to like realization of like you know how he is and like you know him like uh, with her looking into his mind and seeing all the people that he's killed. I like that scene with with her and like you know their whole like you know like a little dynamic. That's one thing I did like about Janet in this movie, but I just didn't like the whole misunderstanding trope and like the whole delaying of dialogue to build suspense. Like oh, I, I just didn't. Well, I, well, it's it's okay, Peyton. I, I know you. I know it's okay. I'll be back for you. Thank you. <laughs> All right, let's well, talk. Like, oh, you're not done. Okay, go. On. No, no, no. I was, I was like, um, I was gonna figure out what you wanted to say. Oh, let's talk about Modok. Okay. I, um, I think it's funny. I, I fucking love loved him. <laughs> I like Moda. However, okay, here y'all, y'all go safe first. I, don't I, I just, I liked Modog. It, it's so when he takes off his mat, it's like, it's just a relief. It's so funny. It I did, like it. every time he shows, like when he saw Hank for the first time, he was like, "Didn't think you'd see your old like uh, like protege again." And the mask flicks up, flicks up, and he goes, "Hey, Hank." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I think Modoc's delivery is funny. Actually, actually, the one the one time the movie is funny to me is when it comes to Modoc's delivery. <clears throat> but I I don't think that. I also was really surprised at how awesome the action with Modoc was. The fight scenes, like yeah, 
it was um they were amazing like oh my gosh like the way that they had it moving and like you know all this stuff but um the avenger joke did not work for me um, oh yeah <laughs> i did not think that was funny i don't know i didn't think that like and i think like his whole like not a dick thing was cringe like i actually thought that that was like Cassie look at and me. that. Oh, yeah, I, I don't love think it was, that. I, I was like, look at me. I'm such a dick. Cute. I love that. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I, it just felt like at that point, it just felt like the movie was kind of throwing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like it just it's never too late to be a dick. It's the, which is a fine thing and a cute thing to carry over. But like, I don't know, man, I'm not over here getting like, rooting for modok in this like deathbed re- deathbed repentance thing like i know it's not that deep but it's also just not funny to me so it's just kind of in this weird zone where it's just kind of like an awkward thing the movie does and has and now not only that but we can't see modok in the future which sucks because I-, I think I that, care. I yeah, that care was about him i do that was my I one do. gripe with him is that he fucking died M- the modok fuck is, man modok is is like a top 10 Marvel character in the comics. Oh, he, in no, opinion. he's not. He's yes, not. Yes, he is. He's bro. so funny and weird. Dude, yes, he's so he he's so dumb, bro. Like, That's why he's, he's good. That's why he's bro, good. You know, he's not. Dude, bro. listen, Torrin, Torrin, Torrin. You <laughs> like, have to he can easily come you back. Like, they could write around that, but come on, man. Come yeah, on. You, you, you have to listen oh, yeah. to me, dude. Dumb was, characters was, are I better. Joking. I was joking. Okay. Okay. Good. Yeah, I, I do. I do. I do agree. We like, got to see his little butt cheeks. I mean, Dude, that was so dude, fucking funny, actually. Dude, yes. they're they're glazing. He, like, he was a he was a fucking he was cum glazed. No, but like pulled him out of the jar. Oh my god, I, that's getting bleeped. What the fuck is wrong with you? He probably smelled like dirty underwear. <laughs> but uh, like, yeah, I I, I I I do agree. It didn't really dawn on me until y'all said it. But yeah, like they could have done like something like with Modok in the future, like you know. You see, Corey wants Corey Stoll wants them to do a prequel series with Modok. So he really, said. yeah, he says that he wants them to do a prequel series to so where he's like, where it's actually dark and like, <laughs> like after he was turned into Modok, it's like his dark story. That's what Corey Stoll wants. Which, okay, I don't want that, but okay, Corey, I don't want to see him in the quantum realm anymore. Like, I don't. I would rather see him like, like on fucking Earth and on like- Earth fighting like actual big ass like real avengers not like <laughs> ant-man oh that was mean but i i would rather see i would rather and i love ant-man but i'd rather see him i want to see him fight fucking captain america so bad you know just like do something with him do something but Bob, yeah. do something I, I i can i can understand or i can understand that Modok is mentally sick in the head. You're just like me for real. Literally, so relatable. Um, I'm okay, okay, okay. Here, let me ask oh. you guys. Okay, okay, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say like, mm, so like going on about like characters that didn't really do anything for us. Uh, besides Veb, well, you know, voiced by David Dastmalchian, goat. Don't really understand the point of what was in Quasi. Just Quaz, Quaz. Yeah, yeah I didn't didn't really see like well, that was any... a storytelling mechanic. Like he uh, was just a character for storytelling. Yeah, my my issue wasn't with the character itself and like you know his his place in the story. My issue was wasting that actor. Yeah, because yeah. he's a really great actor. 
yeah and incredible and like i also i mean like i don't know what, what was her name um the 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 the, 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 yeah, the queen yeah, yeah the queen. Jen, Jen, Jen Tor, something like that genitalia yeah, yeah she's so yeah. hot <laughs> I mean, I think she was cool, but like, there's really that she just did not bring anything to me. Yeah, like, she did nothing for me. It's like, okay, she was cool. Like, she's a resistance yeah. fighter, I guess. Notice how literally, okay, guys, guys, come on. What? We're literally only saying positive things about maybe two or maybe three characters. Okay. Okay. Guys. Do you want? What? Do you just want me to hate this movie? No, 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 no. I just want you guys to understand. I, I don't want you. Here, here's the thing. I want you guys to at least like. Obviously, you enjoy what you enjoy, and I want you guys to enjoy it. But I'm just saying, like, was there anything you enjoyed from minute one to minute like like Let's just let's break this down. The first what? act of the movie. What did you guys enjoy? Um, I liked when the old man, the coffee shop, called him Spider Man. Okay. I like Scott. I like I, I like this scene. Well, I like like half of the scene uh, when they're at the uh, the dinner table. Uh, I like okay. Hank. I like his fucking weird senile obsession with ants. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, it's, I think it's funny. Again, I like Michelle Pfeiffer throughout. Uh, obviously, Kang. I adored Veb. Veb is the goat. Veb. I want. I want Veb. Um, that was amazing. Modok, obviously. Oh, oh I like, I like seeing first act. Like, I seen the Jimmy Woo cameo. Oh yeah, the Jimmy Woo cameo was slay. But like, but like I don't know. I can't think of anything that isn't basically like surface level or like a joke. That I like the actual mechanics of the story itself and its characters and how those relationships work from the beginning and how they move forward through the end up until like. Basically, the fist fight with King. I don't really think like the movie just entertained me. Really, like I don't know. Um, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm such yeah. a downer. I'm it's sorry. Okay. Um, I don't know. I want to talk about like the the ending. Um, I don't like how like I think it could have been way more interesting. Um, Pay and I were talking about it, and we're saying how like you know when um when. Hank, or not Hank, what the fuck? When, when Hope and Scott are just like, you know, they're like there in the middle with like no portal. Um, Payne told me that like that was like the original ending of yeah. the movie, which I was hoping that that was going to happen. That's yeah. clearly what they were going for. Yeah. And like, like I said, that could have been way more interesting to see. Well, because you add a, um, a sacrifice element to it, you know what I mean. Like, I think that that's like, yeah, and like even, even the line, story. even like the line where he's like, "Yeah, like you know, like we just both have to like lose." Yeah, I, I feel like that just could have been something that was like way more like it could have been executed a lot better. Yeah, and then the happened. writer Jeff Loveness, he 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 admitted that like that was yeah that was the ending, uh, or that was the original ending, and then he said that he justified it by basically saying that it was just uh, the ending of Ant-Man of the Wasp and Endgame again. And he didn't want to retrace I don't those care. steps. I don't care. That would have been, like I said, it would have been way more interesting. Well, speaking of, brought up the stakes. speaking of things being way more interesting, just uh, like on the trailers alone, I thought what, what was going to happen uh, was cause Kang was like, I can offer you more time. So I thought he was going to yes. be like, 
I'd like like teaming up with Kang temporarily yes. to get back the time he had with Cassie. Yeah. 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 No, no, no. See, that's, that's the thing. I thought it was going to be such an emotional, such a, such a substantive story. And, and I, I was so excited based on that trailer. I thought it was going to be violent. I thought it was going to be, you know, whatever. And just, it just seemed like it had its own really interesting and unique identity. And one that like, okay, maybe like these guys know what they're doing. Maybe they're going to back up the fucking, you know, and earn this, earn this, earn this spectacle that they're promising us. But like on both fronts, on the front of spectacle, I think it failed in my opinion, except for literally again, hand hand fight with um, Kang and Scott. And then the Modoc scenes and the <clears throat> Kang, oh, basically, you know, Kang's flashback, Modoc's fight scenes and Scott versus Kang. But then there's so much that they, you know, attempt with spectacle and it just flops for me. And then, and then on the other hand, the other front, the emotional weight, like, like I, like, it's a different story than the, what the trailers implied or whatever. Um, and obviously, everyone interprets things differently. And it's not fair to judge a movie for something it's not trying to be. But what we have is just. Like, there are, like, glimpses and notions of these interesting ideas um, and things that, like, the writers and the director will, like, talk about and say, yeah, like, we're doing this or we were going to do this or this is an idea. And then they just don't, they either don't do anything with them <clears throat> or what they decide to do with them is just so bland and ends, like, so abruptly. Like, I don't know, man. I just, I just wish there was more full frontal Modoc wish full frontal. I wish, well, Modoc was not full frontal. He was full, was full backdoll. Backdoll, yeah. God, I love his little, his little, his little glazed buns. Candy ass, yeah, candy <laughs> ass. Literally, uh, it probably tastes like sour apples. All right, should we talk about the VFX? Yes, they they were they were solid. This movie, I don't know, I don't know when people are like saying like, oh my god, like you know they're they're trash. I'm like, no, they're just they're 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 average. They're they're decent. They're okay. Um, the one part that was really kind of like wonky to me was when Cassie first shrunk down in the first in the first act, and she was running. And she, and she's like running. I was, it was like, so Ugh. fucking weird. It looked it so weird. weird. Dude, that shot, the shot, no, that had to have been like a um. Like a reshoot because I, I remember I know we've talked about this. Do you guys remember when when the VFX like <clears throat> date like like oh like everyone's mistreating VFX artists came out? Yeah. Um <clears throat> and and some VFX artists were explaining like like the Black Panther 2 end fight and how it looked like a PS2 like cutscene, like terrible pre-render cutscene. Um they explain it by saying like when they do reshoots, sometimes they do reshoots without the, without the director or without the cinematographer. So you break the entire visual language of the film because VFX artists don't know how to compose shots. Usually. Um, I think that that was probably the case there, or at the very least, maybe an instance of like sometimes actual, actually they will have VFX artists before they get the directors and cinematographers. I hear this is something that they, they do sometimes they'll composite in VFX map up the whole movie and then bring some talent on board to manage. I don't know. I don't know how true that is. Um, but like that instance was just so like, this is just unfinished. Like, like, you know what I mean? But I will say for a world that is like all VFX, the quantum realm, I think it's visually interesting. Yeah. It could have been worse. 
Like, like there was that like, running bit, and there was even a couple points where <clears throat> they came out of being small, and I thought looked pretty weird. But other than that, I can't think of anything that looked bad. I just don't like the airbrushing on Modok's face. I think it comes down to the same. It reminds me of the CGI of like Tony's head floating in his helmet. Like it's the same thing. Oh, from like, like like Infinity War and stuff like that. Infinity War and Avengers One and stuff like that. It, it just seems like it's just like obviously it's going to look weird. It's Modok. The head, the proportions are just fucked. You know what I mean? But it's so funny. It is so funny. But 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 it just seemed very Dang. airbrushed and stuff. And because his face is so big. And it takes up so much of the screen. It's kind of hard not to scrutinize, you know? Yeah. It, like, with, with Modoc, I think I, I'm not, like, really, like, worried about, like, how he, how he looks. Because, like, you know, it's Modoc. Like, he's obviously to be goofy. Oh, you know what? There was one scene uh, where Janet is touching that Stingray thing. And it looks like oh, her hand is, like, yeah. floating and, like, touching yes. nothing. There was that, too. Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's the tracking. Yeah. They, yeah. It's, it seems with, like... Um, Cracking that I think <clears throat> suffer, but it's like, I mean, you got to think about the man hours that went into sculpting these things, you know, the lighting, the everything like that. Like, like, you know, it is still so impressive, but it's just like, yeah, things could be a lot better. Yeah, for sure. And I think part I, and of the it, problem is like, and I've tried to defend it for so long because I think the technology is just fucking incredible, but I, it just hasn't been used right. It's been used right a couple of times, but on the whole, including this and a couple other things uh the the volume a lot of this was filmed on the volume and i think that's part of the reason why everything just feels so small and just i don't just not big it doesn't feel like a universe it feels everything feels like like a tiny set the Uh, volume is is meant for smaller scenes too anyways yeah but then when you try to do something like this where it's a whole fucking world it doesn't come across correctly like you and like obviously it's been done well like with the mandalorian fucking phenomenal uh and the batman and the, the batman of course it's fucking i mean top tier yeah but then you have <laughs> stuff like you know, obi-wan and this and uh, and it's just not utilized well it's not supposed to be i don't think the volume should be used as like a crutch i think it's more of like exactly a tool it's a tool for very I think it's a circumstantial thing. And that's why like, the only times it's been used well is by the same cinematographer. <laughs> yeah. Who yeah, pioneered literally. the technology in the first place. But but uh, yeah. I guess a, a silver lining to that is, I, I forgot who it was. I think it was a one of Marvel's producers. I don't think it was Kevin Feige. Uh, said that they're, they're going to stop using the volume as much. <laughs> so... The volume is an amazing, amazing fucking leap in technology. I yeah. think I think they just got to. Uh, it's it's like it's like when they it's like when green screen came out for the first time. Like people didn't really know what the fuck to do with it, but now obviously it's it's everywhere and people get it and know know how to use it and use it to its uh the, to the best of its ability. And now the same thing, the same transition is going to happen with the volume. Like people are like, oh, we'll try to use this in this way in this way, and it's not going to work. But eventually down just, the line, it's going to be like it's going to be good. I don't think Marvel really gives a lot of thought to who they hire for their cinematography a lot of the time. I think, no, I, I think, think I think like, they're starting to more, but not generally. No. That, yeah. That is something that, that, that is so fucking important. And, 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 and entering now the um, public conscience more with things like Batman, things like Mando, things like, you know, I mean, Greg Frazier is just a fucking beast. You know, I mean, when you got, when you got this one guy, doing two two i mean the batman is one of the most beautiful movies i've ever seen 
in my whole life. I I can't. But you know, not obviously not every Marvel movie has to be you know whatever. But uh, yeah, they should really think more about the talent they hire for cinematography because it's your visual language of your whole movie, and it's gonna influence how VFX works out. It's gonna influence this. The VFX artists are doing the job. They're building assets and they're building scenes. But like, you're the one making you're the one guiding our view of these worlds and these assets and these things so it's like if our view of these if there there's there should maybe be probably an optimal viewing angle that we're not getting that needs to be considered there's a a science to it you know yeah but uh i think that's all i had to say i think I enjoyed it. On, oh. I enjoyed it on the whole, but like, yeah, obviously it wasn't fucking incredible. It was kind of, it was just whatever, but I, I enjoyed myself. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely has its flaws, but like it is nowhere like one of the best Marvel movies. Um, also I wanted to like say something about like, um, the one part that also was kind of weird to me. Like it's also just going with like, when going back to like Cassie and her chemistry with, um, Scott, but Scott is when you know both of them are like big and they're like, Hey, like dad, and they go to hug each other and like they're having that little dialogue. That I, 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 that's just so weird to me. It's like, Why are y'all big for this long? Does it not look right? It just, it looks like. <laughs> I just I did not like that at all. Oh, like, you know what part I really liked? It's it's such a, it's, it's a kind of just whatever part of the movie. Well, like, well, not whatever because because I guess it technically it's set up. But at the end of the movie, where it's mirroring the first part of the movie with Scott doing the voiceover, and he's like, "We beat the bad guy." Did we beat the bad guy? <laughs> he's yeah, like, yeah. he's like, wait, we did beat him, right? Like he's we we trapped him in the quantum realm. We got sucked into the thing. We're fine, right? But he said something bad was going to happen. And if he said if he didn't get out, everyone's going to die. Did I kill everyone? Oh shit! Like, like I thought that part was fucking great. I actually hated that part. I hate you. I'm sorry. I I just didn't think. I don't know, man. I thought like, uh, I don't know. It's like this is because you didn't whole... watch it at a fucking theater, and oh you, yeah, that's it. That's the it's whole definitely reason. that. That's I bet you that's that's part of the reason. I guarantee you. No, it's not. Yes, it is. You watched it on a tiny little screen with you. No, with, it was, it. I watched it on TV. You watched it on and TV. It was with a tiny little screen with no other distractions. In complete darkness. I watched it. No, I watched not the, the same. movie. No, listen to me. Listen to me. That's why I wasn't saying anything weird about the audio or the visuals. However, I was re- as receptive to the story as, as anyone else. I was literally attempting to like it. I wasn't just going in with a blank slate. I was like. I I am looking for things to enjoy. I found very little. I I just I don't know, man. The whole movie just again it felt like a throw. This one to me actually felt like everything the haters fucking complain that Marvel is. This movie's that for me. Multiverse of Madness was kind of for me mainly because of the writing, but in, in this case it's writing and execution. In this case it's like it's like it's just a fucking it feels just like a nothing burger with like Kang, like really good sauce. Like Kang is like really good sauce, but the patty's still dry. The bun's kind of stale. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's still a fine meal. Like I'm still f- like full after I eat it. It just didn't taste the best. Like, I don't know. But um, yeah, 5.5. Still good. That's still good in my opinion. I think so like they're not good. Maybe it's just like, it's okay. 
It's okay. It's okay. I had a lot of fun with it. Good. Ten out of ten. Piece of shit. You're going ten to out hell. Ten. You're going in the jar. Oh, you're going in. The, you're going in the jar. That's getting You've bleeped. You've been a bad boy. You've been a bad boy. It's getting bleeped. What? What part? All of it? Yep, all of it. The whole episode. <laughs> okay. What the fuck? I can't have fun anymore. You remember that one episode? I do remember that Where one episode. I said this thing. is getting bleeped. <laughs> Okay, that that was a. I wanted that to happen on purpose because I knew you were gonna bleep that. I just thought that would have been a good little bit. But yeah, but if yeah, you don't, I give it. it, it a, I funny. give it a seven out of ten. Absolutely stupid. But then again, I haven't. I don't think I've given an MCU movie below a five. So yeah, dude, you gotta. I think that you should probably go back and see the other MCU movies you've given a seven, and then be like, I have. I watched Thor: The Dark World it? recently. That's a seven. No, it's a five. Okay. Thor Dark World at least has Loki. Loki's Loki's character. That's good. That's it. Iron Man 2 is a 6. Justin Hammer makes that movie a 10. Ant-Man and the Wasp is a 6. See, like, people keep talking about Justin Hammer, but I don't really get the, like, whole thing about Justin Hammer. I find him pretty annoying. Dude, and Justin Hammer seen, is the heart of the fucking I, movie. The heart of the... Ooh, the best part a, when he's like, I don't know if you noticed this, but I don't speak Russian! That's the, the best, best part of the movie. Uh, no, the my favorite part, my favorite. I just like all the parts with him and Ivan, and and the the little scene where they're sitting down, and and he's like, "You want your bird? Uh, it's it's the bird. It's this. The, we got you the bird. I want my bird. Like, <laughs> I want my like bird. so good, so good. He's such a fucking prick. I love him. He's such a like. Yes, and, and, the Elon and, Musk cameo. Come on. <laughs> no, it's just funny because I think that Sam Rockwell like knows. You know, he knows that he understands the assignment. He plays it so well. I, mean, I don't know. I, He's I gay. Haven't I haven't. I haven't seen <laughs> Iron Man yeah. two in like a few years. You're like, dude, don't you understand? <laughs> the point is, he's gay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just like that he also dances really well. Yeah, Ant Man the Lost Quantumania is a seven. Black Panther is also a seven. So. I don't like Black Panther as much as most people, but it's the rest of the movie. Okay, okay. One flop with Killmonger killing his girlfriend and maybe some pacing flops. Is it weird that I don't remember that? I got to rewatch Black Panther. Dude, the Killmonger is just the whole reason I think that movie sucks is because or not sucks. The whole that the biggest D mark is that. Like they have a villain who's has a, such a legitimate point of view, and like has such an amazing point, and then they're like, uh, 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 remember, he's evil, and then they just have him kill his girlfriend and shoot him, her and Claw at the same time. Me with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. The hell, that show was good. Oh yeah, I guess Carly. Yeah, they fuck. They, yeah, exactly. They delegitimize like characters, and then Ultron. And then, yeah, like he well, should no, wipe Ultron out humanity. Different. Ultron was different. No, he wasn't. He wants to wipe out humanity. That's a great cause. You're so stupid. I don't know what you're talking about. It's because he went on Twitter. That's why. Yeah, he he went on on Tumblr. He went on 4chan. Yeah, he saw 4chan. And was like, oh, no, they got to go. (laughs) He saw the, um, was the Brendan Rogers thing out at that point? Did Brendan Rogers happen? I don't know what that is. That main incel who went on that? Yeah, I think spree. I think so. Yeah. Okay, because that because he probably saw that and was like, "There's my inspiration." Ultron is an incel. <laughs> he has no strings on him, so so that's not getting bleeped. 
Me calling him an incel is not getting bleeped. Why would that get bleeped? What are we? What are we? Do we not want to offend the incel? <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, it's literally so inoffensive. Just like the other shit I was saying. I don't. Th- I don't know if that's true. Who would it have offended besides your grandma? Black people. I was a dude. You, you, can't just you, you said the hard R several no, times. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. No, 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 no. I was talking. No, 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 Okay, good. But yeah, is that the show? <laughs> that, that that's is the hoe. That is the hoe. That's getting bleeped. Well, that's not even that derogatory. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, not, they, that's not even that much of a slur. I would. It's not a slur at all. I can make it one. Oh, God. I tried. You've already Hard said enough. too many slurs today, so. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you go to hell. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening to the Avengers Podcast. If you want to follow us, we're at Avenge Nerds on Twitter. That's A-V-E-N-G-E Nerds, all one word. If you want to follow any of us, you can reach me at It's Zenith underscore on Twitter. Where can they reach y'all? Don't worry, follow our social medias. Will, what's your Twitter? Yeah. Um, never mind that. No, what's your Twitter? No, 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 no. What's never, your Twitter so all the British and French people can find never you? Never mind that. Never mind that <laughs> shit. What British and French people? We get fifty. We get fifty listens. Yeah, we got Max. some. We got a couple from India. <laughs> okay, there. Guess what? They're not British or French. They were occupied by the British. Yes, but that does not make them. Dude, you're talking like a colonizer. <laughs> you're calling me racist. You're saying okay because they're no, occupied. No, I'm just by the saying British, that. I'm, I'm sure now. there's some British people left over. Yeah. What if those? Yeah, what if those British two listeners? Because we're not. What, what if, like like what if those two people uh, in India are just leftover British colonizers? So you hate Street Fighter. You hate Marvel versus Capcom, and you yeah, also hate suck. Indian people. I mean. <laughs> Capcom is the bet king of fighting games. Shut the no, hell up! No, it's not. Capcom, we dude, gotta end Capcom. the show. We gotta end the. <laughs> okay, Resident Evil is better than Mortal Kombat at the very least. Resident Evil. Yes, that's not even. That doesn't make any yes, sense. Yes, but no, but you're right. But it's right. It's right. Capcom is better than WB Montreal. For what does that have to do with Resident Evil? Capcom makes it. That what? That's not a fighting game. Yes, it is. You fight zombies. Oh, my God. We have a Discord if you'd like to join the conversation there. Those will be linked in the show notes. You can also check out our link tree if you're in additional links you may be interested in. You can also review the show in-app on Apple Podcasts. If you can leave five stars in a review, it would really help us out. Thanks again check for listening. Check out our card. You can no. check out our card. No. You can check out our card. Thanks again for listening to the Adventures Podcast. We'll Pornhub. see you next week, maybe.